Hello, you are listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. I'm Amber, and tonight I'm joined by Abby. Hey, y'all. Amy. Hi there. Suzanne. Hey, hey. Autumn. Hey, howdy, hey. Sarah. Hello. And Bethany. Hello. We are a full house tonight, ladies. Yeah, it feels good to be back together. Yes, it absolutely does. So this week, we're going to be talking about a resort that many people overlook when they're planning their Disney vacation. And honestly, I had overlooked it for many years myself, but my family recently stayed here in February. But there are some very cool and unique things about this resort, like the Hoop-de-Doo Musical Review, horseback riding, and Chippendale's Campfire Sing Along. So if you haven't already guessed, I'm talking about Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. So before we get into the episode, who has stayed at Fort Wilderness before? And what did you stay in, an RV, a cabin, or a tent? I grew up, that's all I did growing up is RVing, camping. So we would drive every year from, I live near Chicago, Chicago all the way down there and camp. I did not stay in a Disney hotel, I think once when I was a kid, but then as an adult. So I always, every year stayed there. I don't yeah. remember a lot about it <laughs> a long time ago, but um, it was fun. Okay. Has anyone else stayed there? Um, I grew up camping. There. Oh, sorry. No, no it's go okay. Ahead. You go ahead. Okay. I grew up camping there as well. Like we would take the, my grandparents RV down um, I did not know that we actually lived as close of driving distance to Walt Disney World because I was like, oh, it takes 13 hours to get there because mm-hmm. whenever you're pulling a camper from Birmingham, you know, it adds a few, <laughs> adds a few hours versus driving in a car. Um, so I grew up camping, but then I recently stayed there in a cabin on a girl's trip. So I've got to experience both sides of that. And I have stayed in a cabin there and I've also stayed in a tent um just it's a long story but basically for the experience (laughs) to say that I've done it yeah (laughs) and I have done it um and I've also recently went back and visited because I had friends staying there in an RV um so I went and had dinner over there with them awesome so I've done Fort Wilderness the cabins um you will not find me camping (laughs) in a tent um you will also not find me in an RV. Um, I, I like, you know, structured, solid walls. Um, so <laughs> um, but I've done it um, when we, one year when we did a princess race, um, the group of us, we all stayed there. And then I did it as a family trip um, with my nieces. And then um, we actually have a upcoming trip to Fort Wilderness. And it's going to be a quick little two-night staycation. And I'm going to take my puppies with me because my oldest is turning 10. So it's his little little birthday trip. Oh, oh that's, that's so fun. When yeah. you go then, are you doing a cabin, RV, or tent? <laughs> cabin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we need to get you a glamper, Sarah. That's what <laughs> Whenever I've camped in my, no, I have tent camped, not in Disney. I think Autumn is crazy for having taken a tent to Orlando. <laughs> uh, but our, our camper was a glamper. Like whenever it's your grandparents who are taking you camping, it's a whole different world. It's a whole oh. new world. <laughs> I mean, 
I've gone camping once and it was at the beach and it was one night and it was literally the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I told my husband, we're like, okay, I've done it once. I'm like camping and we're never doing this again. Yeah. One time I'm with my Paul and Mamie. Paul and Mamie will take care of you, Sarah. I camped in a tent there with my aunt and we left cookies in the tent when we went to the park. Oh no. Yeah. You know what happened? Ants everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Not, not smart. Yeah. So I grew up camping, not camping at Disney. We never went to Disney as a kid, but a lot of our vacations revolved around camping. And to be honest, like I never really loved it. I I'm a girly girl through and through, despite, you know, my dad's best intentions to get me to like the outdoors. <laughs> I grew up on a farm and like still don't. I'll, I like to visit, but <laughs> I don't want to live on one. Um, but for our the Disney World trip where I had a tent, my sister and I were going, and she does like camping and the outdoors and all that. So I wouldn't have done it with just anybody, but I was like, it's the cheapest way for us to get down there. And it was when the parks were reopening, and there was not a lot of availability, and there weren't a lot of options. And so that was the thing that worked for us, but it worked out because a tropical storm was coming in so they graciously moved us to a cabin for no uh charge yeah we were only there two nights and the first night was horrible ironically not because of the tent um but because we had some not so great neighbors they were up until all hours in the morning and I mean all hours I it was like all of my knowledge left my brain about what to do when you have a bad neighbor at Disney. Um, because I didn't do anything till like 3 a.m. And I finally called up to the Fort Wilderness, um, my front desk and was like, hey, these people are like being crazy. Yeah. And it's, you know, when you're in a tent, especially like there's no, there's no blocking the sound, you know? And so someone finally did come and get them to quiet down but we really didn't sleep much that night but the weather was actually pretty nice and then it would have been really enjoyable if we'd actually been able to you know uh, go to sleep but the second night in the cabin I mean it felt like a spa (laughs) (laughs) we had been through and it was July um so we had been in Magic Kingdom all day park open to close and we got to come home to um the cabin super nice. now we'll do air conditioning yeah and I cannot wait to do it again um we will stay there again with the kids um prob maybe the next time we do a family trip I don't know I always try to mix it up I like to do a new resort um anytime we can yeah so me and a co-worker were talking about this morning camping and she's like something like after you have kids you just can't like been like get up as fast or like move as fast as we used to like she said she used to camp all the time as a younger kid but like after having kids herself she's like yeah I need a mattress I am when you're young you can be like oh I'll sleep on the ground I'll sleep on this pile of rocks over here it's fine but then when you're in your 30s you're like "Mm, no I was was gonna say like you don't need like after kids you hit 30 and it's like yeah <laughs> I need my pillow top exactly <laughs> mattress. I'm, not gonna lie, I'm in my 20s and I still if me and Brandon because we have a tent and we go to camp and 
But let me tell y'all, there is a queen size air mattress that fits in our tent. And we only go whenever it's cooler out because I'm like, it's not going to be so hot that I need air conditioning. And there's a heated blanket and flannel sheets that fit that air mattress. So it is still glamping even in a tent. I absolutely I'm not out hiking and like popping it up in the middle of the woods. Like we were going to a campground that has water and electricity and that way my blanket can be plugged in all night and my air mattress can be blown up. Yeah. And you know, I've been to a lot of campgrounds. Like I said, we grew up camping in a lot of places and Fort Wilderness is one of the best campgrounds I've ever been to. Absolutely. So yeah, on that note, we're just going to talk about the resort a little bit. And those of you that have stayed there, feel free to interject with your thoughts. Or if you haven't stayed there, feel free to interject with your questions. So to start off, I'm going to just talk a little bit about the accommodations. So Fort Wilderness is in Disney's moderate category of resorts. It has spots for tents, RVs, and cabins. I stayed in one of the cabins, so that's what I'm most familiar with. Um, the cabins here have a full living room with a pull-out couch, a full kitchen, a bathroom, and the bedroom contains a queen bed and bunk beds. So the cabins can hold six people. So they are a nice option for people with larger families. And one of my favorite things about staying at the cabins is that if you're driving, you can park your car right outside your cabin so you don't have to carry your bags along. Well, I, sh I shouldn't say I don't have to carry my bags. My husband doesn't have to carry Because <laughs> <laughs> who am I kidding? He's the one who is always like going with, I'm like, I'll stay in the room with the kids. You can go get the bags. And so he is very good for that. But bless his heart, he doesn't have to do that when we stay in the cabin because, you know, the car is parked right there. You have to carry your bags 10 feet and you're in your own little space. And I will say the full kitchen cannot be understated. Like mm -hmm. having a full kitchen at a moderate level resort is just amazing, especially if you have kids or um, like some of us talked about, if you're doing bigger group trips, just having one, just having that space is nice because you can really spread out in that living area. But I mean, you have a full fridge, a fridge and freezer, and you have an actual um, stovetop and you have a sink. Um, it, and isn't there a dishwasher too? So I you don't have to wash dishes on dishwasher. it. Like, yep. As I say, I'm pretty sure we used mm -hmm. the dishwasher when we were there. So like, because yeah. who wants to wash dishes on vacation? <laughs> yeah, I think it's the only moderate where that is standard, a full living room and a full kitchen. You do have some at um, Coronado if you're in one of their, they have a few suites in Coronado that have the full living room. But yeah, it's the only moderate where that's standard. So, yeah, I really liked having those. What's nice, too, at the cabins are the, like, the porch right there that has, mm -hmm. like, the picnic table. You have a grill. So when it's really nice, you know, the three months out of the year in Florida, um, you can... <laughs> You can three be out. <laughs> the, three, the three months you can enjoy sitting out there on your porch. Yeah, without sweating to death. Um, you know, you can sit out there, you can cook your meals, you can barbecue. Um, so that's also really nice. Yeah, so I think that's a great idea when you're staying at the campgrounds is 
And that's a good way to save money too. Like have dinner in a couple of nights, order some groceries from garden grocer or go to Publix. Cause goodness knows you can't go to, you can't swing a cat in public in Florida without hitting a Publix. <laughs> so go to Publix, do garden grocer and grill or, you know, cook out whatever for a night or two, especially if you have a longer trip, that's gotta be fun. So the campground is very spread out if you haven't been there before. So many people rent golf carts to get around when they're staying there. The golf carts are not absolutely necessary, but they do add convenience. So Disney does have carts you can rent. Four-seater um, golf carts are around $65 per day, and the six-seaters are around $80 today. Um, not today, a day. <laughs> so my family did opt to get the golf cart. Um, and while it wasn't absolutely necessary, like when I was there, I was like, mm, we could have really saved this money. But my kids really did like riding around on it. I think that was like cooler than some of the park attractions for them. Like they go to Disney all the time, but they don't have a golf cart. And so they really loved riding around um, the property on the golf cart. Speaking of not having one, though, if you do have one of your own, you are welcome to bring it and drive your own around. Like, you don't have to use one of their rentals. Right. And I thought it was really neat. A lot of people decorated their golf carts. Like, I know the campground is famous at Christmas time, people decorating their campsites. But a lot of people have their um, golf carts decorated, too. And it mm -hmm. wasn't even a holiday. It was just like, hanging Christmas lights or their favorite sports team or their favorite Disney character. They had their golf carts decked out, which is also, it's fun and it's convenient because when you park at the bus stops, like if you take your golf cart to the bus stop and leave it there, there's maybe a hundred golf carts there. So when you're coming back after you've been to the parks and you're like, okay, which one of these is mine? You can see which one is decorated. So it's like decorating like your stroller. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, you know, an extreme level. Yeah. Exactly. That's a really good point. I had not thought about that. We did not have a golf cart when we were there. So I'll just say, if you don't have one, just know that you're going to be walking. And sometimes it might be a really long walk. So where are um campsite was I think there was technically a pool closer to us but this was in like early COVID time so not all the pools were open just the main pool was so it was about a mile walk to get to that pool from where we were that was fine for us but it's just something to be aware of if you're not going to have the yeah. golf cart, you're going to have to you may have a long walk somewhere um and there is golf cart parking a lot of places but there's not vehicle parking everywhere you right. have vehicle parking up at the front and you have uh, like at the you know well not welcome center well I guess it is a welcome center for a campground right. but you know main lobby they don't have a true lobby right it's not They're, a true lobby. right yeah their check-in area is not a front desk it's a drive-through basically so you go to the little people and it's kind of like driving into the parks. You have four or five different stands and you just drive through and they get your name and send you on your way. Right. So there's parking up there and then you can park at your campsite or your cabin. Um, but like we could not have driven to the pool even if we wanted to because there was not vehicle parking there. There was golf cart parking. 
but yeah. not regular parking. So just, you know, something to be aware of. Yeah. So there is an internal bus system. Um, it is, I have not figured it out how it exactly works. <laughs> I was like, all right, one day, because we've always rented a golf cart because A, they're a lot of fun. And, um, you know, my husband loves driving around in golf carts, so we always have to get one. Um, so I tried one day to, you know, get the bus, but I'm like, which, so there's, I believe there's two different routes. So I'm like, well, which one's going to take me to the bus stop that I need to get to so I can get to the bus to the parks? Uh -huh. Which bus loop takes me to the other stop that takes me to the boat that takes me to Magic Kingdom. So it was kind of like, well, which one's going to yeah. take me where? Um, so it was a little confusing. Um, it just could be me. I'm not the best at figuring out bus routes. Ask me about the time when I was in London and I had to take a bus and I don't know <laughs> where I was. Um, and I got lost in the bus system. Um, <laughs> that would happen to me. My <laughs> best advice is just ask the bus driver, be like, Will this bus take you to wherever the pool or the, the stop for Magic Kingdom? And they'll tell you, they'll be like, yeah, you need to, you know, take this bus to the hitching post and then wait for the Magic Kingdom bus or whatever. Yeah, which, you know, just make sure you put in extra time into your commute. So, I mean, yeah. it's not going to be a five minute, you know, from your cabin or from the bus stop by your cabin or by your campsite to the front where the main bus depot is it could be another 15 to 20 minutes before you right. get there right so as far as dining goes there are several quick service and table service options at fort wilderness so the quick service options include p and j's southern takeout the meadow snack bar crockett's tavern and the chuck wagon chuck wagon Table service includes Trails Inn, but not for long because they are closing soon. Uh -huh. um, kind of wondering if that's going to be replaced with a different table service or what's going to be there. I think um, they said it's a quick. Is it they're replacing it with a quick service? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's the Hoop-dee-doo musical review. Um, so if you're staying at the campground, even if you're not staying at the campground, I highly recommend catching a show at Hoop-dee-doo. It is a fantastic two-hour dinner show and all-you-care-to-eat feast of fried chicken, smoked barbecue pork ribs, salad, beans, cornbread, mac and cheese, and coleslaw. And make sure to save room for the grand finale, their <laughs> strawberry shortcake. Um, soft drinks are included in your drink and unlimited draft beer, wine, and sangria are also, also available to purchase. Now, I will say that getting to the show can take a little time, especially if you're not staying at the campground because of what Sarah was just talking about, that bus situation. So you have to park at the front and then take the internal bus to the actual theater. The theater, which is called Pioneer Hall, is in the back of the campground. So you'll need to either drive or take a bus to the front of the campground then take their internal bus to Pioneer Hall where the show takes place. Um, or, you, go ahead. Sorry, Amber. I was going to say, what because we love going to Hoop Dee Doo, and one of the things that we found works best to kind of cut out on that bus time is if you're not staying there to actually take transportation to Magic Kingdom and take the ferry boat over because it's going to drop you off 
in on that backside where Pioneer Hall is. So you can just walk from the boat to Pioneer Hall and not have to worry about that internal bus system at all. That's a great tip. Um, if y'all have been with the Fairy Pot Mothers for a while, we had an interview with one of the cast members who performs in Hoopty Doo. So uh, yeah. if y'all haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out because that one was a lot of fun. So now let's talk about some of their other recreational activities at the campground. You can sign up for the archery experience, take a ride in a horse-drawn carriage, ride horses, go fishing, rent a canoe, a kayak, or a bike, visit the horses at Tri-Circle D Ranch, play basketball or volleyball, y'all this list is long, take a jog on the jogging trails, or let your little ones run wild on the playgrounds, or this is a new one for me. Rent a Segway vehicle and explore the wilderness back trails. Catch a movie under the stars. Make s'mores at Chippendale's Campfire Sing Along. That was really fun. And spend your quarters at one of the campgrounds to arcades. So with all of those activities, it's no wonder that many people call Fort Wilderness a vacation within a vacation and why you may want to have at least one rest day when you don't go to the parks. Um, at our last trip there, my son and I rode horses on the horse trail. My daughter was too young. I think you have to be 10 or 12 to ride the bigger horses through the trails. So she actually rode a pony. Um, they had like a little track guided by a cast member. So she was able to ride a pony. Big brother and I rode the horses and that was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun actually chatting with the cast members. These horses are well-trained y'all. You don't have to be like a riding expert to ride these horses. They know where to go. And they have a cast member at the front of the line and a cast member in the back, making sure all the horses are doing what they're supposed to do and staying in line. So it was a lot of fun chatting with her. I was bringing up the rear. And so I was chatting with the cast member who was back there about all things Disney. So that was a lot of fun. And then as far as transportation goes, Disney has bus transportation to the parks from the campground as well as water taxi service to Magic Kingdom. So do we have any final questions or thoughts about Fort Wilderness Campground? We're going over there to have breakfast at Trails End before it closes. But now that it, I didn't know they had segways, I think that might be really fun to check out. Mm -hmm. I didn't do them, there. but I saw them listed there as an option. Might have to check it out. Yeah. And y'all need to check out, I'm not sure if it's only like a certain time of year or not, but the Cinderella horses, that's where they live, is at the Tricycle Dean yeah. Ranch. And you, you can't ride them, but you can potentially meet them. And I learned a fun fact talking to that girl on the trail ride, um, because they like Cinderella's horses to be white, plain white. And so they try to breed, they'll do like a white mom with a white dad horse to try to get white all white offspring for Cinderella's <laughs> um so and it's interesting you know genetics are a funny thing sometimes you can mate a white horse with another white horse and get a spotted horse you just never know but they do try to mate them to get the white horses for the wedding for Cinderella's 
Um, so I will mention that when I went over there this last, um, during my last trip, it, we were eating at the food trucks. Sorry, that word <laughs> left me of course. <laughs> um, they had food trucks open over there and it was right near the, um, landing for the boats, the Magic Kingdom boats. Cause that's what I took over to meet them. And there were two options. Now, I don't know if those food trucks change or if they're always the same as to what's over there. A lot of them were dessert options. I know there was a cupcake truck. I think there was an ice cream truck um, and something else. I don't recall. And there was one truck that had like a full, a fuller menu of like dinner type foods, like burgers and things like that. And I had the mac and cheese burger. So it had like a ring of fried mac and cheese oh my gosh. <laughs> and the hamburger or on the cheeseburger, I guess. Um, my friend and I both had that and it was very good. Also, I had like, I didn't eat for a little bit. Like I wasn't snacking as regularly because I knew I was eating over there and knew that it would be a more full meal. Um, so it was, it was really good. Um, and then there was one other truck that I think had real food, quote unquote, real food, like not dessert yeah. food, but I think it was just a mac and cheese truck. Like you could get different types of like loaded mac and cheese. So that was neat. That um, is my love language right there. A mac and cheese food truck. I honestly I almost went for that route, but I was just like, I needed like a hearty meal. So that's why I went with the, um, the cheeseburger instead. Yeah. But still had some mac and cheese on there, you know, can't totally count it out. For sure. All right, well, I will go ahead and close us out for this one. Thank you everyone for listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. We are happy to be your one-stop shop for talking tips for Disney, Universal, and beyond. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. All of us here at the Fairy Pod Mothers podcast are travel agents with Main Street and More Travel, a no-fee Disney earmark agency. Please like our Facebook page to see Podmother content throughout the week or request a vacation quote from any of us. Please rate, review, and tell your friends, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. 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 Bye.